Yeah, I was saying, bitch, I have astigmatism too. Oh my God, we're in it together. It's so difficult to drive at night. Like I was driving back from New York the other night. Bitch. I was like, thank God they that many beams people. Especially, I'm, I'm done. One, I'm done. If you have the high beam LED lights, I You're don't wish you well. You are you literally are going, going to, to hell. I, I do not wish for you to, you know, be in a crash or anything, but like, I want you to understand the to pain to help others through. I yes. want you to experience the pain and the blindness that my eyes experience every time I look out my fucking side mirror and your ass is riding me behind me. You do not need to be that close. It's really not a race. This isn't fucking cars. And with that, <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 39 of Intuit. I am Dang, Sal. Not 69 yet. And I'm Lyndon. No, we're not at 69 yet. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. So close. And here we are. We are back. Sorry, it's been a minute. Things have just come up. It is what it is. We live our life. How have you been? Shit's been, yeah. I'm honestly okay now, but shit's just been so up and down the past two weeks. It's just like, Mm -hmm. damn, I just would like to rest, but I will be resting soon. So I'm actually doing okay. Oh, good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, it's been, I've been trying to figure out my work-life balance, if you will. Mm -hmm. Work has been a lot and I've noticed that it's started to linger into my everyday interactions, that stress, and I need to put it to rest. When I'm done work, I'm done. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm figuring that out and I'm trying to work through that. Um, Mind you, it's a relatively new job, so I feel like that's natural with anything. Sometimes and it takes time. Yeah, so we're trying to figure that out, but I'm doing good. I'm glad we're here. We're doing this. I've really missed this, to be honest. Me too. Um, and this is another thing I want to talk about because I mentioned it last episode. I started going back to the gym, and <coughs> I want to send you a picture because I was kind of proud of myself. and. So I started working out when I got fully vaxxed, um, Mm -hmm. and that was around the beginning of May. And I had like a side-by-side, and it's nothing crazy, but it's something. And mind you, I'm not really in this to count calories, or I'm not really into it for the results. I'm just doing it because- Okay, arms? Okay, Okay, arms? The arms and then my waist, my torso. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Damn, what's it like having pink nipples? Sorry, I'm completely off track. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying this not to give myself clout because I'm so not that type of person, especially when it comes to working out. I'm still not comfortable with my body. I never was, I probably never will be. But I'm saying this because I was in a really dark place, as everyone mm. was with quarantine. And working out has been a really good outlet for me and a good stress reliever. And most importantly, a form of self-care. Mm. And the key to that was being consistent. I'm not in this yeah. for results. I've never weighed myself. And I probably love that. never will. I have no intention to. I started eating healthier. I'm working out every day, whether it is me going to the gym and doing weight training and cardio or just doing cardio Mm -hmm. if I'm really not feeling well and I need that. And as a result, I've started to notice some changes, which are awesome. If it comes, that's great. If it doesn't, Mm -hmm. that's okay. So I just want to put this message out to anyone else that might be in that similar situation. If you're not into working out, that is totally fine. But if you need some sort of outlet or hobby, whatever that may be, it's a do one. it and be consistent with it. And you'll notice results in whatever yeah, and, shape or form that's going to come in. And I love your mindset where you're like, if I lose weight, sure. If I don't, okay. Like that's the best way to go about it. I know for yes. me, I definitely need to start working out again because who the breasts I'd be having after going up a flight of stairs. But <laughs> I've actually found during quarantine, since I have gained a bit of weight and like kept it on, whereas before my weight kind of went up and down a lot, Mm -hmm. is like, I'm kind of 
very hot when I'm a little thickums. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I hey, literally, yeah. I literally pass myself in the mirror every single day, and I look and I'm like, "Damn, that ass is fat." Like I love it. I love my body. <laughs> and as you should. Right and granted, if I did like regularly do some sort of workout, I would probably lose a couple pounds, which is like whatever. But I'm very comfortable with where my body's at right now. And I've never had this before. Like, damn, I'm spanking my own ass. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's all about being comfortable and confident in whatever way that might be. You know, exactly. I don't care necessarily. I, I'm starting to build muscle. I'm starting to get stronger. And mm-hmm. I'm mainly focusing on just getting stronger and feeling more active and healthy. You know, I've been eating yeah. better and I've been working out every day. And afterward, it's something to check off my list. It's an accomplishment at the end of the day. If everything else exactly. goes to shit, I can at least say I did that. And that was a good thing that I did for that day. If I end up looking like Zac Efron, minus the face recently, just going to put that out there. Oh but God. if that happens, that's awesome. But if it doesn't, that's okay. At the end of the day, I just yeah. feel good. And I know for me too, like, with having gained a bit of weight and, you know, I have gotten some back rolls. My collarbones have disappeared a little bit yet again. That's, That's fine. Okay. That's fine. But I think the reason why I look at myself and I just get so horny looking at myself is because this <laughs> year I just had so much more time to literally just stare at myself. Yeah. And learn to appreciate the things about my body that I used to absolutely hate and despise and be like really scared of. And now mm-hmm. I'm having a oh, wonderful time with my own body. But I yeah, like that. it took a long time to put in the work and it took a long time to realize that like I'm not ugly. I just grew up in a PWI. Like I'm very <laughs> like I think personally, I'm pretty attractive. My body probably yes. has a great personality. Like, why should I be insecure? And I'm happy that you brought this up because this just further proves my point in that it is case by case. There's no straight line formula to being confident and being comfortable in your own skin. It's however you feel and however that looks for you. (laughs) Yeah. And it it doesn't, there's no set rule, you know? Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that out there because that happened today. And I was like, today I was like, maybe I should do like a side by side. Cause I knew I took a picture a month ago and I was like, I should do that. And then I saw it. And I was this like, is only within yeah. a month. No, there's definitely that was a month. I'll tell you that. That was a there month. There's definitely a difference. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Thank you. Baby. I know. So that's that. Uh, that's all I got for the intro. Do you have anything else? <sighs> No, just that I want to shake my ass now. (laughs) Amen to that. And hopefully we will with some of these stories. So we're going to be back after this. And we are back. This is the part of the episode where we get into it on all the juicy news, hot gossip, stuff you care about, stuff we care about, stuff your mom cares about, stuff that... I don't know. Michelle Obama probably cares about. So, you think she cares about it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> probably not. She's got bigger fish to fry, but I, I would <laughs> hope so. Maybe a little bit. Um, Billboard Music Awards. This was a couple weeks ago, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Did you watch? I'm trying to remember which ones they were. I think I'm thinking of the Brits, so no. <laughs> yeah. Typically, I watch the Billboard Music Awards, but I missed it this year. I just... I forgot that they were on. But um, so Drake okay. was the highest winner that night. Um, he won Artist of the Decade, which I think is well-deserved. Okay. I mean, if you think about Drake in the past 10 years, every summer he's had a hit song. Yeah. No, he, him and Ed Sheeran are like, neck to neck in most streamed music Honey, i would like say, on spotify okay, or other streaming most streamed platforms. okay i thought you were gonna say like in terms of like every year coming out with hit songs because i would no, say no, 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 no. i have more drake favorites like every summer from i, I don't even know like 2014 on mm-hmm. i have a drake song in relation to that year like it brings me back <laughs> yeah. you know and i'm me not too, even that big I of also- a fan I was also a pretty decent Ed Sheeran fan during the plus era. So I just like naturally kept up with him, even though I stopped listening. I didn't listen to him as much as the albums went on. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm not surprised. Like Drake, the bitches love Drake. And there has been every summer a Drake song that you could pinpoint and been like, I was here when I had yes. one of the most euphoric moments of my life. And this yes. song was on. That's literally it. It is. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't even say I'm the biggest fan, but, like, he's always on and always present, and not for a bad reason, for a good reason, you know? Exactly. So I thought this was well-deserved, and he brought out his son, Adonis, which was very big and huge because we haven't seen him often. He did not want to be there in those pictures. He's adorable, but, like, you could tell he did not want to be there. Oh, this little blonde baby. Oh, that baby white. Sorry. I know. I, I know. He <laughs> does look a lot just... like his mom. I will say that. No, not even that, but it's like, <laughs> I'm in this little corner. It's like a really interesting theme that's happened. Like, so do you know Tamara Maori? Yes. Obviously. Are you serious? Tia Tamava. But Tamara, who is half black, she yes. married a white man, and their son also came out blonde hair, blue eyed. Interesting. Okay. Very fascinating. Very fascinating. Either way, this baby is adorable. Aww. Yes. And oh, baby. I know. Yeah, I would not want to be on that stage either. That's terrifying. <laughs> but I just love how they just do not tolerate it at all. I mean, we've seen oh, this yeah. with so many celebrity kids, like Blue Ivy or whoever. Like they're like, you know, like give me my like. Remember when Blue Ivy was like, give me my goddamn juice box. Absolutely no. She's about you winning a Grammy. But that's the thing, like. I love that they try to bring their kids to this, but the best part is when the kids are like, can I go? I really don't give a fuck. Like, it really humbles the parents. In all it does. Days. And that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, it's very humbling, um, <laughs> which I always think is so cute. But then also, so Pink received the Icon Award. And speaking of okay. children, she was joined on stage by her nine-year-old daughter, Willow. And <laughs> you know they were doing gymnastics in the fucking air. Absolutely. And it was just so cool. I, I, I just love think that. I love how Pink does that with her daughter. Cause I think there's like such like a stigma for like doing that. And I like that mm. she allowed her daughter the space to showcase her skills as well. Well, I remember we know Pink been doing this. Not too yeah. Well, yes. And I remember not too long ago, I wasn't sure it might have been the way she cut her hair or something that was a little more gender neutral and not necessarily mm. fe- feminine. And it was her daughter's idea. Like her daughter was very much in on it. It wasn't like Pink forced that upon her. And I remember Pink got a lot of criticism for that. And she was like, whichever way my daughter wants to present herself is up to her. That's not up to me. And shame on anyone else for judging her for it. You know, I'm in full support. That's why we fuck with Pink. I have been fucking with Pink since the beginning because I was like, this bitch does not tolerate shit and she actually cares for her children rather than sees them as accessories. And I love her Mm -hmm. for it. Her, Megan Fox, Britney Spears, who else? Speaking of Britney... I saw an interview. Pink was actually speaking up about Britney in a very respectful way. She was just like, you know, I don't know what's going on currently. I don't know the details, so I can't speak on that. But she was like, I just wish her the best. And thinking about back in the day, she was like, I watched the documentary and she was like, I wish I did more. Mm. You know, and obviously she she was up and she probably too, didn't so have was, the power to do anything. Yes, really, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. But I just thought her response is very loving and compassionate but i've always fucked with pink she's d-town's finest absolutely Um, we love d-town but that's the thing like she is a very humble and grounded grounded humble and like just exudes love yes 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 yes. um also the weekend accepted the most wins of the night 10 awards oh wow yeah he received 16 nominations and walked out with 10 so shout out to him and must be fire i haven't listened to it in full yet that's the thing the billboard music awards i love them because it's about the fans you know Mm. it it reflects the charts and i have to say the weekend really was killing it this past year and i don't want to say for real I don't want to attack him, but there weren't a lot of hits this past year. So maybe that was part of it, but I don't want to give him flack for that. Go the Listen, weekend. a win is a win. You deserve you take it. it and exactly. Run. You take it and run. Get your bag. Yes. Okay? Get your money. In other news, this really upset me. Um, oh, so Morgan right. Wallen, we've talked about him several times on the show. He showed up to SNL. 
after disregarding all their COVID rules. Then he was caught using racial slurs. He was nominated for six awards before everything happened. And Billboard Awards, which is produced by Dick Clark Productions, which I didn't realize, said that they couldn't prevent Wallen from earning nominations or winning because finalists are based on album and digital sales, streaming, radio airplay, etc. So they did ban him from performing or attending, but he did walk out with three awards. I'll be Mm. honest with you. I still have a problem with it. I'm just going to say it. I do too. I feel like I probably would have been... I do too. Listen, okay. He may have the streams, but what he said, he said. And that Mm -hmm. is non excusable and it's despicable. Allow him to accept the award, like on stage or no? And I think the big reason was that they wanted to give the win to say his record label or the other musicians on that work. Yeah. Because, I mean, how much is he actually writing the songs? I am st- I feel like that was a slap in the face to every single Black artist in that room and watching that award show and all over the place. You know, yeah. that was ridiculous. And I'm sorry, I'm going to call them out on that because that is inexcusable. And you deserve every punishment coming your way. I'm Absolutely. sorry. I'm just going to say thing it. My is, like, if it's bad enough, that his music is immediately removed from like streaming platforms and radio stations. Why can't you also just like take him out of the running for a specific award? Like well, that's sadly bad. enough, he's still on streaming services and he's getting the streams. I, I heard that radio stations were pulling him, but who knows how many? Yeah. Okay. Sadly enough. The country music. The only country bitches I trust are the chicks and Carrie Underwood. Period. Carrie Underwood. Oh, and Kay Michelle. Kay Michelle. I'll be honest we, with you. Carrie Underwood. I'm wishy washy on, but that's okay. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. I don't really know. I think she plays it her, too safe, really, and I think she does it for a reason. She definitely plays it too safe. I will agree with you on that. But Kay Michelle, I've been heard some of your country samples and some of the songs you perform. Wait, she has live. country music. Have you not heard of this whole debate? This has been a thing for like years. So oh. I don't know if she has any country music out. I haven't checked that. But Kay Michelle, because she is a very talented like composer, producer, musician. Mm-hmm. She has created some country songs. And there are clips of her at least performing them live on stage. And she is phenomenal. Wow. And she has come out and spoken about how I think either she has created country music and it's never gotten any plays or and never gotten any recognition because she is a Black woman. Yes. And I think this was also coming off of Beyonce's performance at the CMT Awards. People being like, how come there's never any black people? And then that's when Kay Michelle came out and was like, I... Well, didn't she... Did she perform at the Grammys this past year? Kay Michelle? One of the other award shows. Maybe, maybe not. not. Yeah, yeah. good for her. I I just think, you know, Billboard Music Awards and especially Dick Clark Productions, you guys are above this. Come on. This is not tolerable. In no way, shape, or form should this be tolerated. And uh, in my mind, this was just turning the other cheek. I'll Mm -hmm. I'll say it. You know, we can do better. That's That's all I have on that. Uh, Other performers that night were DJ Khaled, her, and Migos. I I didn't watch any of the performances, except I saw a clip of Doja Cat. Listen, I'll say it again. (laughs) We've said this several times. She's been a little problematic, but that girl can perform her ass off. Okay, That's the thing that gets me about Doja Cat every time is I'm like, "Mm, Doja. (laughs) Yes. She can perform her fucking little behind off. She really can what were you gonna say though i'm like it's just like has she ever like apologized or acknowledged that she was like hanging out with white supremacists or that like i do not know has she at least like not been caught slipping again recently i just don't know if she's ever i don't think anything there. recent has come out mind you she was yeah. underage not excusing that by any means i mean but also to like underage i like, knew better at 15 years old yes yeah you're black like what i know that's the confusing part that's where i'm stuck at i'll be honest with you i'm just like second place in in the case of morgan wallen it's totally different he's a grown man he knows better that he hasn't learned anything from anybody 
from what and he hasn't made an him. effort. You know what and I heard? What? Remember how he said he was reaching out to the NAACP and they were going to meet? Uh-huh. Yeah, that never happened. I heard through the grapevine that they never received a call. I'm not surprised. So I'm just going to put that out there. Are I'm not surprised. surprised Are we surprised? No. My thing is, like, I I don't mind if celebrities make mistakes. Yes, or have made human. mistakes or have said yeah. things that are, like, not great. My thing is, if they come out and own what they did and then apologize for it legitimately don't say i'm sorry if i had no if you you hurt people's feelings not if you hurt people's feelings i want a legit apology and i actively want to see steps and signs of improvement if i don't get those i'm out exactly and we've talked about this point blank nick cannon go back to that episode he's doing the work he's trying to make better and that's my thing too like yeah because i get what you're saying with social media where i also because sometimes i think back to myself in high school and i'm like I must have been fucking annoying. Like, I'm scared of what tweets I might find if I go back on my Twitter. And I went back on my Twitter and it was... I'm not was saying okay. there wasn't anything was okay. embarrassing. I'm not saying there wasn't anything embarrassing from back then, but there just wasn't anything racist. I was kind of standing <laughs> up for people. You know what I'm saying? There was still some embarrassing ass shit on there. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. I was scared um, I was going to find some, like, internal misogynistic shit on there. I was like, oh, no. Oh, yes. really rolling the dice with this one. Now <laughs> it turns out I've been down for the bitches for actually longer than I expected to be. Okay. But also okay. we grow and mature. And that's a part of life is learning exactly. and experiencing and empathizing with other people. I'm I'm good with this. Any any last thoughts on this? Because I kind of want to move on. Oh no, we can move on. Go ahead. Okay. Just- I just feel like we know where we stand and we're good. And we I feel like our audience gets yeah. that. Ariana Grande released some photos from her wedding, and lo and behold, Miss Vera Wang designed them? her dress. Did you see the photos? Did she post the photos on her Instagram? Mm-hmm. Oh, let me go look now. Very simplistic dress. I really liked it. I thought it was very fitting for her. And apparently at the Met Gala a few years back, Vera and Ariana made a very special pact where mm. Vera promised to design her wedding dress. Oh, this is cute. Mm-hmm. Very Audrey Hepburn-esque, if you will. Oh, she looks so happy. I know. And it's very on brand for her. I like the simplicity of it. I think it was very fitting. I don't necessarily see her in something over the top. Exactly. And also, too, like, because she's wearing over-the-top things, doing a lot all the time. I like that mm-hmm. her wedding was just simple and Minimal. she looks comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, I thought this was nice because I'm not sure if you were familiar with her family life or whatever. I'm not even mm. that familiar, but... I know that she had a rocky past with her father. Um, Her parents were divorced and they didn't have a comfortable relationship. And in Thank You Next, she even said that her in the song, she says that her mom's going to walk her down the aisle. And I think that was enough to be like, okay, something is she's not close with her dad or something went down. And then I noticed Mm -hmm. as the um, Sweetener World Tour went on, she kind of changed that. And she was like, and I'll be thanking my dad because he's really awesome. I think she added that in. But apparently her dad walked her down the aisle. And I just thought that was very special. And I think, you know, I'm happy for her because that's very important, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah, if she was able to heal a relationship that might have not been that good when she initially wrote the song, obviously, I think that's an amazing and beautiful thing. And it's when it comes to wedding, listen to me very fucking clearly because i have helped plan and decorate over probably 15 weddings at this point (laughs) when it comes to your wedding day if you know somebody is going to give you a headache don't invite them they're not allowed to come and if they ask oh well why not because you're gonna piss me off i already know it you're gonna say bitch any additional stress on my way not yours because already you're worried about the catering you're worried about what you're wearing you're worrying like a wedding is actually for other people it's very rarely for you and the person you're with and i feel Mm -hmm. like people really need to take back that agency of no this is who i want at the wedding this is how i want to do my wedding because there's so much like expectations of what you should be doing when a wedding day is supposed to be a celebration of a relationship that now i mean granted you got the government involved but that's beside the point that now you have actively made the commitment to 
continue to love each other. And in terms of the ceremony itself, I think we're seeing this big cultural shift. At least I've noticed it in my own personal life when talking to elders. Because I've heard elders kind of complain about recent weddings in my own life and people that Mm -hmm. I know and that I've gone to where it's not necessarily that traditional. And you get to see, you know... People give their own vows now, which are personal, and sometimes they're really funny and they can be goofy. And I think that makes it more special and more personable. But I've kind of heard from like older people, oh, you know, things need to be more traditional. And, you know, wedding was for the parents, you know, I guess their generation That's kind dumb. of had that put on them, that expectation of... They're not of, fucking my partner. Like, come on now. Exactly. <laughs> and I think we're seeing the shift with our generation where we're like... No, like this is a big monumental moment in my life. Not only that, I think it's more special. Um, a wedding is supposed to be extremely intimate and very personal. And exactly. why not make it that? Why make it so structured and... Exactly. I completely agree with you. And like, I've seen some of my favorite weddings that I've ever been to, because as you know, I've been to a lot of fucking weddings, mm-hmm. was I had a friend... Her and her husband got like, because they had a small wedding. It wasn't that big, but they got a food truck to cater their wedding. And that's what they did. I know somebody else whose brother. I've gone to several weddings with that. Yeah. Yeah. I I know somebody else whose brother, they only had like 30 people at their wedding and they just sort of take out. Like they literally passed around menus and they were like, put what you want on this list and like, we'll just order that. Like it doesn't need to be this big thing. And I know like, especially. Exactly. And like, especially with when my sister went through her wedding, she always wanted a big wedding, which is fine. But I could see the effects of needing to essentially put on a big production because that's what you're supposed to do. Or that's what other people want you to do. When at the end of the day, you're like, I just want to get married. Yeah. Like I am in love with this person. I just want to get married. There shouldn't have to be so many things that accumulate that we have to do on the wedding day. And I think for me, like I definitely want a big ass fucking party you're gonna be shaking your ass on my dance floor point blank period i already know who my dj is gonna be it's gonna be fucking lit but i think (laughs) what i might personally want to do is do like a very very small ceremony like in a backyard or something like that just very very personal and then just invite a bunch of people be like oh my god like we're just gonna have like a summer bash love that and then everyone shows up and i'm like surprise it's my reception Shake your ass. Stop. I'm the bride. <laughs> Do what I Plot say. twist. <laughs> Shake your fucking ass. Like, oh, you thought you were coming to a party? Bitch. Stop. Here's <laughs> Sean Paul. Like, shake that thing. Literally. No, but yeah, I, I really want something. I don't want anything major. The more I think about it, I mean, also, I, lately I've been like, what's the point of marriage? But. It's, 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 literally, what is the difference? I don't want that? a big show. I I don't want that. And if you do, okay, fine. If you're into that, awesome. Good for you. But that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I got on Ariana Grande's wedding. Congrats, girl. Uh, Enjoy the honeymoon, wherever that's at. This next story, I just want to touch upon and express my opinion on my view, if you will, no pun intended. I'm not sure if you're even familiar with this or if people are, but I just want to get it out because she's always gotten on my nerves. Abby Huntsman who was a former co-host of The View, Uh, is coming out because I guess she needs a paycheck. And she said that it wasn't her dream job that she had hoped it would be. And she said, I don't talk much about that time and I won't. But the decision that I made was probably the best decision I could have made for my life, my mental health, and for my happiness and my family. Um, Okay, go off, sis. I'll give you that. I'm just going to give some context. She left the show and started working on her father's campaign. I'm not even sure if he won wherever that was. And I thought she got fired. But based on the story, I'm starting to believe that she walked away. And Mm. she went on to say, when I made the decision, I remember walking out those doors after they told me no one quits their dream job in television. And I said, well, this isn't the dream job that I was hoping in many ways that it was. Okay. Um, And then she went on to praise her former co-hosts and said that she was very lucky to have them in her life. Following her exit from the show, uh, she's now apparently working on a podcast and moved back home with her family. And The View has had Sarah Haynes come back because she had Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki, which got canceled on Good Morning America. And um, Sarah Haynes used to be on the show. I love Sarah Haynes. So this is what I'm going to say. Are you familiar with Abby Huntsman? Did you watch The View then? 
No, what does she? No, I don't think Brown so. Brown hair, she look like? Republican. She used to be on Fox. Skinny. No, I have no idea who she is. Okay. I just want to put this out there because I've always had these thoughts and I just want to put them out in the universe. I always thought Abby Huntsman was a waste. She was never that smart. And I'm just going to say it. She would say things that were just not, that just didn't make any sense and would make comments that had nothing to do with conversations that they were having. And would just, she just didn't have a lot up there. I'm just going to say it. And I think a lot of people agree with that because there were a lot of moments where the other co-hosts just looked at her and were like, what did you listen to what we were saying for the past five minutes? Like what? Where did you come up with that? And um, yeah, I just think she was like a dumb blonde, even though she's a brunette and uh, she just did not have a lot going for her. And I thought it was about, that's why I thought she got fired because I was like, she's really not bringing that much to the to show. And I know that they needed another Republican or inter, mm. um, independent voice on the show, even though, because they had freaking. Megan McCain, who's extremely conservative, but Abby Huntsman just didn't have anything. She had nothing to bring to the table, nothing that was relevant, nothing that was even well thought of. Like she was just <laughs> damn, you really ripping into this bitch. Huh? No, because the audience, there would be moments where the audience would just laugh awkwardly, like what like what are you saying I, I wish i could bring something up but look at all the compilation videos on youtube because there are a bunch I of people definitely her to shreds wait when did she leave the view because i watched it like a couple months ago a couple years ago she left i think she was having her baby oh, so she's and then coming she was out with it now why she left the view yes oh girl no one cares yeah, I think she needs why, a paycheck. Why, why, That's why she's why coming out with this I... story. And the only reason why I'm bringing it up is because I just wanted to talk about my thoughts on her. Bottom yeah. line, I thought she was waste. I thought she didn't bring a lot to the show. And it, it's <laughs> not a matter of where she falls politically. It was just she was bringing a lot of um, intellectually dishonest yes. arguments to the table. And I'm so glad, on the other hand, Sarah Haynes. I, I've noticed it in other viewers who have watched the comment section on YouTube. She brings so many relevant points and she identifies yeah. as independent, but she sees things in a whole different, in a I want to say a fair okay, perspective. I have seen episodes recently with Sarah Haynes and I don't hate her. She, like you said, she comes with a lot of facts. What she says makes sense a lot of She's times that I'm watching, but I also am not an avid watcher. She is yeah. very level-headed. I didn't know she, that she was independent. Yeah. Hmm. And, and I think you need that because you have these you know, very left-leaning individuals on the show. And then you have very right-leaning individuals on the show. That's the point yeah, of the view. You need a bunch of different viewpoints. And um, I think she balances them out very well. And anytime she speaks, I'm just like, go, sis. Because she handles, she does her research. It's not like she, she does. just she throws out random She always has a piece of shit. paper and she is always reading a specific quote. Homegirl has yes. done for her, or her so assistant. You know, I will say that. She always comes with like what because they only get what like thirty seconds receipts. to speak each, and she be speaking. I'm like, okay, well, you know, my girl okay, Sunny always comes with her receipts, but we've known that. No, we know Sunny. Yo, Sunny be cracking me up. I'm like, go on, girl. <laughs> I love Sunny. Sunny be showing up with like documents. She I'm comes like, with her documentation, and that's all she needs. Period. Sunny knows what she's talking about. But yeah, I just wanted to briefly talk about that and just express my thoughts on that. She's waste and she just needed a paycheck, I guess, because she's got this podcast that no one knows about. Um, okay, Listen, and other sketches news. are expensive. <laughs> Did you hear about Naomi Osaka? Yes. She's a tennis player, right? Yes. Okay. So she's like number two in the world. I was going to say, 23 yeah, years like, young. Isn't she like right behind Serena too? Yes. And I, I, I want to give a little backstory. She decided to withdraw from the French Open and take some mm -hmm. time away from the court mm -hmm. rather than continue to be, I guess, what the media is calling a distraction for her stance against speaking to the press. Mm -hmm. And she oh, said I she never intended that. to ignite a controversy a controversy when she cited mental health for skipping media conferences a few days ago. But she believes the best thing for her to do is to quit the tourney so everyone can get back to focusing on tennis going on in Paris. Um, she went on to explain that she's very introverted and suffers from social anxiety. 
and she has suffered from long bouts of depression since twenty since the 2018 U.S. Open and says mm. that she has struggled with coping with that. For that reason, she's just stepping away from tennis for now, and she said when the timing's better, she'll return, and um, she wants to work with the tour to discuss ways in which they can make things better for their players. And I liked how a lot of other uh, Serena spoke out about it. I saw Mm -hmm. Michael Phelps was speaking out in support of her because he's very big on mental health. Um, Also, I just want to say it was reported that she was fined $15,000 after her opening round win for her no show at the post-match presser and was at risk Mm. of more fines or even disqualification if she kept it up. So they find her for not showing up for the press? Yes. And I just want to say finally that she says that she has no beef with the tennis press and that they've always been kind to her, which I would argue. No, she definitely has beef with the tennis press for yeah. a fucking good reason. All they do is berate fucking black women. Are you yes. kidding me? Are you kidding me? I was in full support when I heard that she was not going to do the press. I was like, hell yeah, there's no reason for you to do the press. You should sh- If you want to just show up, do your thing and go home, why the fuck can't you? How many celebrities skipped the red carpet? I, de- I yeah. bet they weren't fine. I bet they were okay. Like, why and are we mad about this? made me this? think of? Because I'm not too familiar with tennis or sports in general, but it made me think of Beyonce. Beyonce doesn't do interviews or press no. conferences anymore. Because she doesn't need to. She doesn't need to, number one. And she doesn't, number two, because of all the shit she got. All those exactly. people saying she was illiterate and, you know, microanalyzing her every single fucking move. She finally, when she had the platform to remove herself and could she do so goodbye. comfortably, she did for her own mental health. And yeah. it's sad that it takes someone to get to that point, that stature, even with Naomi here, to be number two in the world, to finally have the control over your own career to say, you know what, I'm financially stable enough where I can remove myself from this. And if there are fines, I'll cool. be able to comfortably pay them. And I'm not going to exactly. say comfortably because that is a detriment no matter what. It's sad that it's at that point. Absolutely. And like, what does her doing interviews have to do with the sport? Genuinely? What, how many basketball players have you seen be tired as fuck after a game have to sit up there and do interviews that they clearly don't want to fucking do? And I For would what? say, I, I think it's a bigger issue because I don't want to discredit journalists. I think they have a very important job mm-hmm. and they need to make their buck. But in the grander scheme of things, the way in which the media chases these people down and tries to pinpoint every single flawed move, I think it's a bigger discussion. The international press Mm -hmm. uh, as to how we need to be dealing with these press conferences. And I can understand how someone so young, 23 years old, would be mentally distraught by constantly say you lose a match and you're being ripped apart to shreds it? yeah and these conferences like there's so many news reporters all at the same time it's one thing if it's for the president you know but mm-hmm. this poor 23 year old girl with clear social anxiety like it makes sense that she does not want to be a part of these conferences. Just the thought of having to be in one of those honestly terrifies me. Like my heart started like skipping a beat a bit more. Yeah. Not out of excitement, out of fucking fear. Fear. And imagine every single mistake that you possibly That's have ever made. That's what I'm saying. Every minor move. You know is going to be being scrutinized. Like, it's going to be scrutinized. It's going to be asked of you. Why did you do this? Why did you do this? Bitch, I don't know. I did it. Yeah. Excuse me if I went left and I was supposed to go right. All that training and all the tireless work that she's put in. All in all, I have to say, go Naomi. I support you. And I think it's awesome that this generation is finally taking a stand. And I think this is going to make a difference. Um, I think you're going to make a big impact on a lot of younger athletes. And I think, you know, that's very important. Absolutely. Oh, she's so cute. She Mm -hmm. does not deserve this. I fucking hate this. And it applies to every other industry or whatever you're doing, you know, your mental health comes first. In other news, did you hear about 
the Chadwick Boseman masterclass. That's going to be oh at, at Howard. Yeah, at Howard. I have heard of this, but I haven't heard of it in detail. So continue. So they're going to be rolling out this masterclass at the College of Fine Arts that is inspired by Chadwick Boseman. And apparently he had a hand in it before he passed away. And students Mm. enrolled in the Fine Arts College are going to be introduced to a tweaked curriculum, which will help them get familiar with specific fields of study. And apparently they're going to be working with professionals currently working in the industry. It's going to be a lot more specialized a ton of famous alums, they're going to be weaved into the day-to-day learning rather than just a few times a semester. It's going to be a lot more structured and a lot more set up. I think it's going to be awesome. You know, Chadwick apparently signed, he spearheaded the program and signed it into motion. And I don't know, I think it's cool to see his legacy kind of starting to, not saying starting because I feel like he's always had a major legacy, but really taking form. And apparently Felicia Rashad, who was just named the Dean at the Fine Arts College of Howard, um, will help spearhead this uh, course. No, I think that's absolutely amazing. I personally, for me, um, Mm -hmm. I'm still mad at myself every single day that I never applied to an HBCU, but (laughs) (laughs) no, this sounds absolutely incredible. And like you said, it's amazing to see just the effect that he still has out there. Because every time I remember, you know, Exactly. Every time I remember that he's dead, it like I have to pause for a second. I'm like, damn. It doesn't seem what real. a talent. It does not seem. I don't think it's ever. I don't think it's fully hit me yet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I don't think it has. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, go Howard. That was awesome. And yeah, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. What a talent. In other news, I don't really care about this, but did you hear about? <laughs> You've heard about this. Fucking Jennifer Lopez has been quite messy these days. Can we talk about it? Because I would like to have this conversation. So she has been seen in a series of photographs. Mm -hmm. So many. Mm -hmm. So, 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 so many. Mm -hmm. With her former lover, Mm -hmm. none other than who? Ben Affleck. You know it. And she's been very, very giddy in these photographs. Yeah, she's smiling. She is smiling. And Ben looks like, what the fuck did I just get myself into? (laughs) Yeah. And apparently Diddy got in on the joke. He posted a picture of him and Jennifer from when they dated for a brief instance Mm -hmm. years ago and just put TBT in the comments and now it's like this huge thing every day there's a new picture of the two of them frolicking around again her smiling yep. from ear to ear and him i saw one with like, him smiling fuck? from ear to ear in the car i don't know why i keep seeing these pictures i don't actively look for them they just kind of like appear on my timeline mm-hmm. i think it, but they looking like they having a mighty great retreat over yeah. there and you know what good for them it seems they like a are rekindling beneficial relationship yeah. From what I'm seeing, and I'm I'm just seeing the smiles, okay? I'm, she yeah. was doing yoga, glowing, <laughs> looking at me. I'm like, girl, where can I get some of that at, okay? Where That's all I got to say. Listen, as long as you're happy and you have a good relationship, who cares? Listen, you know? that serotonin is being made, I'll tell you that. Yes. That's all I got on Those that. endorphins are you pumping. Great job. <laughs> To both parties. Clearly, y'all both do a great yes. job. Enjoy each other's bodies. I hope you have Another fun. news. Enjoy each other's bodies. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, did you hear about Kim Kardashian failing her baby bar exam? Oh, I forgot she was studying for the bar. No, I haven't. Yeah, so she failed. Apparently, you only get three tries <laughs> to take the baby bar. And then uh, you got you to gotta do another year of study. And they were showing a clip from Keeping Up with Kardashians and her tutor, if you will, said that she was extremely close with her score. But a lot of lawyers online, from what I've seen, have said otherwise. So Kim scored a 474 on the exam. Passing grade is 560. Mm -hmm. Again, her mentor, attorney Jessica Jackson, said that's extremely close. 
you know, most people aren't taking this in the middle of a pandemic. So, but is it extremely close in the sense of like one or two questions or like, I mean, cause I don't know how it's great. And that's I like a 20% decrease, you know, it's like 20% yeah. there roughly. And I've heard from people online attorneys that have been like, uh, eh, it's, it's not like it's close by any means. Like she, yeah. she didn't do great. Um, and listen, she's got a lot going on. I'm not going to say that she doesn't. She has makeup going on. She has her kids. She has the divorce. She's closing up, keeping up with the Kardashians. And now she's on fucking Paw Patrol. A, a trailer came out. She's doing a voiceover for Paw Patrol. So she's got other things going on. And she's very quick to post these selfies that are very much staged of her studying for this exam. So, like, I feel like she's got a lot to juggle. And... Yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that she wasn't that prepared. And also, we were in a pandemic, I'll give you that. And she's yeah. got a lot going on. I was going to say, she has like four fucking kids. That alone is a headache. Yeah. On top of studying for the bar, like you said, let alone all of the other shit that she's got going on. Yeah, quite frankly, I just really don't care. Um <laughs> like I'm like sis you have the resources to take that test as much as you want like you can exactly. take as like, much time off as you want you to study pass. yeah like, I don't know what else to tell you this is so my mama did with her fucking teacher shit apparently you got to take a test to become a teacher or something yeah you got to get certified I had no idea yeah apparently she failed that shit consistently for quite some oh, time well, your mom was an it. immigrant your mom was a fucking immigrant give it to her you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like she had a lot she of shit. Like she had the three of you all over. It's yeah, just, she was busy. Yes. So I'm not going to bash her. You know, I could see how it may be comforting to a lot of law students who are struggling. Okay, you know, but yeah, that is what it is. I, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> sorry if anyone cares. This last story, Seal was slamming Heidi Klum, and I just don't think that's healthy, but I, we don't have time for it. Because you know how they got divorced like 10 years ago? No, I have no idea who these people are. Seal? Kiss from a Rose? I don't know. You don't know who Seal is? You don't know who Heidi Klum is? She's not Project Monovich, Runway? but like, I really don't know. Oh, that one. America's is she the one got that talent? be with the Ivankas and the Trumps? Or is that somebody she? else? I don't think she was. It might have been somebody. Oh, I'm thinking of Carly Kloss. Yeah, I was going to. I was like, um. They all look the same to She me always has like it. very outlandish Halloween costumes, which I always appreciate. Oh, Seal. Wait, they were married? Yeah, they were married. You don't remember that. They have four kids together. Holy shit, I had no idea. Mm hmm. Well, I think they have had three of the four. I think one was from a previous marriage. I forget. But um, yeah, he was just kind of talking trash on her. And I don't know. I think there's just a lot going on there. And I, we don't need to get into the nitty gritty. I just, my thing is don't get the kids involved. Just you got divorced. Try and keep it as amicable as possible. You're the adults here. Come on. Because it's over like petty shit. And uh well, I wouldn't even say petty stuff. He just didn't want the kids to travel with her over to Germany during a pandemic mm -hmm. because she was filming uh, Next Top Model. She was giving him a lot of shit for that. And I think they were taking it to court or something. But then he was just talking smack about her in the press. And I don't think that's necessarily a good thing, especially yeah. when you have kids and no good comes from that. Exactly. And I completely agree with you. Leave the fucking kids out of it. Yeah leave the kids out of it never like even if you're fighting with somebody on the internet unless they truly the wronged you and i mean it has them. to be like, very very bad yeah yes but leave the kids out of it period yeah and on that note that concludes our topics thank you for listening <laughs> anything else you want to add Shit, no, nothing, nothing over here, really. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot to talk about, but glad we did. <laughs> we will be back after this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, welcome back to tittering tweets. I am bringing a tweet this week. Oh, because I haven't tweet. had. We're getting a tweet. It's actually a tweet that you sent me. So yes, I am exposing you tonight. Did you go and back? 
Okay, listen, I need to preface with this. <laughs> Lyndon doesn't go on Twitter a lot. And I send her Twitter gold. The best part of Twitter aren't, isn't even the original tweets. It's the nope. replies. Absolutely. It the it's the replies. replies. And I, I send have a them to massive you all the time. Twitter picture folder on my phone because it's like all pictures that I've downloaded from replies, like reaction yes. images. God, every time I see a gas tweet, I'm like, let me go to re- the replies right fucking now. And sometimes I get nervous because I only send the reply and I'm like, I hope she, she'll get it. But... Exactly. Real Twitter users know to scroll up to see what the original content was. Yes, 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 yes. The real ones know. But this one is a tweet by at Kevin Bobby. And it says, Jake from State Farm really could bust me down like a tower of Jenga blocks if he wanted to. Like a tower of (laughs) Jenga blocks. And listen, I'll be quick to knock that tower over. I'm pulling the brick. That is going to make that shit crumble, okay? As quick as ever. That's going to be my first move, okay? And then there are going to be a lot of other moves, okay? Okay. And that's that on that, okay? Listen. We had the Geico, whatever the fuck her name is, Stacy or whomever. Are you talking about progressive? It's about fucking time. Listen. All I'm saying is, if he wanted to turn me like a rotisserie chicken, nice and most slow, most likely, nice and fucking slow in that oven. <laughs> I, can't, I can't, I can't, because you're right. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Everything that you've just said, I'm co-signing on. Period. Wow, what a man! Now that's what I call a man. Thank you. Did you see the one with him and Drake? Talk about a double. Like, I deserved some sort of reparations after watching that. Like, everyone did. Like, if you watch the commercial with him and Drake, that was not okay that they put the two of those men together in one (laughs) screenshot without warning. Okay? That, you know what that reminds me of? Oh, my God. I'm really exposing myself today. It's a picture of Chris Evans and Michael B. Jordan in the same shot, smiling, having a good time. They were both human torches, whatever. My friend was like, you know there's a picture of Michael B. Jordan and Chris Evans together. And I was like, no, that doesn't exist because I would have known about it. Mm -hmm. And then she showed me the picture. I literally almost flung myself down a flight of stairs. Oh, yeah. You need warning for that kind of picture. You can't just be sending that shit off guard. I'm starting to heat up. Like, what? Honey, I'm fanning now, myself as we speak. All that meat in one room? Did the FDA approve this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Like, oh Listen. my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna turn my fan on. That's all I got. On that note, we gotta cool off because this has been a very hot (laughs) and spicy episode of Into It. And I hope you enjoyed. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok. We're on Apple Music, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. And we'll see you next week. Bye.